I'm joined now by RNZ business reporter Kim Modi. Tinakwi, Kim. A new study is critiquing personal banking services. Kia ora, Charlotte. The Commerce Commission's market study into personal banking services has unleashed a torrent of negative feedback on the current state of sector competition. The Commission has received 38 written submissions to its study, including those representing the interests of the big four Australian-owned banks, New Zealand-owned banks, non-bank financial institutions and bank customers. But most, most scathing is a report by the Financial Services Federation which singles out the Credit Contracts and and Consumer Finance Act as one piece of legislation or regulation that's done more to stifle innovation and competition than any other. Federation Executive Director Lynn McMorran says the triple CFA has created a class of mortgage prisoners who cannot easily change lenders. We believe that it's probably created an underclass of people who are unable to get access to credit from a responsible provider, whether that be a bank or one of our members. Um, Because if it doesn't strictly meet the criteria and fit and tick every single box, then the lender is just not going to be able to help them. Now, New Zealand's cooperative bank, Kiwi Bank, SBS Bank and TSB Bank have all made a joint submission highlighting a number of concerns, including the difficulties customers have when trying to switch banks. Nearly half of households in a new survey say their finances have worsened over the past year as consumer pessimism about the economy deepens. The Westpac McDermott Miller Consumer Confidence Index fell 2.9 points in September to 80.2. That's well below the average. Now, just 10% of respondents say their economic prospects have improved in the past year, and that's the lowest in the survey's 35 years. Senior economist Satish Ranshod says most people are expecting the economy to worsen. We are seeing pressures coming through on a number of fronts that all households are grappling with, especially in terms of the cost of necessities. Food prices, fuel prices, housing costs, they're all rising at a rapid pace. Every household across the country is feeling those pressures. Satish Ranshod says the level of pessimism among younger people under 30 has dropped to its lowest level in 15 years as rental and living costs continue to climb. Some of the reason why they are feeling less confident than other groups is that they're often on lower incomes and those families are going to really be feeling that pressure on the cost of living, especially in the housing front with rents rising at a pretty rapid pace. And Satish Ranshod says the economic pain will likely continue for some months yet, with inflation taking time to fall and interest rates expected to stay high for some time. Dr Google may be consigned to the sidelines if a local healthcare company can increase the reach of its intuitive technology. Orion Health's digital system is already being used by about 15 million people in Canada. Chief Executive Brad Porter says the platform, which is known as a digital front door, can deliver online care at home while directing patients in need to hospitals or call centres. He says their technology includes an AI-powered assessment tool, wellness support groups and a verified medical library. The reliance on Dr Google um, you know, has been quite prominent for a number of years and you know healthcare systems are terrified because not always the information on Google is trusted or verified and that's what a digital front door can also help us 
So in New Zealand, you know, healthcare is delivered relatively fragmented uh, between primary and secondary care. Um, what a digital front door could do for New Zealand is help connect the dots. That's Orion Health's Brad Porter. Fonterra's record four-year financial result is one unlikely to be repeated with an outlook for more moderate growth. The dairy cooperative's net profit nearly tripled to $1.6 billion, with revenue growth of 12% in the year ended July. Chief Executive Miles Hurrell says the cooperative is forecasting a net profit of between 45 to 60 cents a share in the coming year, and that compares with 95 cents in the year just ended. So the 45 to 60 cents guidance that we've got out there, again, it's early days, we'll watch that closely. The upsides, of course, that we talk about are consumer and food service, gross margin returns are helpful, but we're also dealing with international markets that we need to watch very closely what happens in some of those global economies that we deal with. That's Fonterra Chief Executive Miles Hurrell. Well, let's see how the markets are closing out the week. We're joined by Malika King from Craig's Investment Partners. Kia ora, Malika. What's happening on our market today? Kia ora, Kim. Um, hey, not a great finish to the week. Uh, we're in the red, so we're down 80 points on the NZX 50.7% uh, at 11,238 points. Just looking at the NZX 10, A2 Milk's down 3 cents at $4.59. Auckland Airport's down 13 cents at $7.76. EBOS is down 16 cents at $34.60. Fletcher Building's down 13 cents at $4.53. Fish from Haiku Healthcare's down 31 cents at $21.60. Infratil's down 5 cents at $10.15. Main Freight's down $0.09 cents at $63.93. Meridian's down $0.01 cent at $5.23. Ryman's down $0.04 cents at $6.42. Sparks down $0.01.5 cents at $4.74.5. Uh, one bright light there, Fonterra is up $0.06 cents or just under 2% at $3.52. Well, that's one bright light, as you say. And Australia, how are they faring? Any better? No, they're faring a bit worse, actually, I'm sorry to say. They're down 101 points on the All Lords, or 1.4% at 7,165 points. ANZ's down half a percent, uh, sorry, uh, sorry, 50 cents at $24.55. BHP's down 96 cents at 43.14. CBA down $1.62 at 98.46. Uh, NAB down 26 cents at 28.49. Rio's down $3.16 at $112.74. And Westpac's down 20 cents at $20.79. Uh, what about our dollar? Any good news there? Uh, we're actually a bit weaker in this morning's trading. Good news for some, bad news for others. Um, we're buying 59 US cents, 92.4 Australian cents, 48 pence, 55.6 euro cents, 87.4 Japanese yen and 4.33 yuan. And that brings us to interest rates, oil and gold. 90-day bank bills are at 5.715%, the 5-year swaps at 5.17% and the 10-years at 5.05%. Brent crude is $95.43 US a barrel and spot gold's $1,921 US an ounce. Oh, kia ora for your time, Malika. That's Malika King from Craig's Investment Partners. In other business news today, the country's merchandise trade data that weighs up the value of imported goods against the value of exports resulted in a deficit of $2.3 billion last month. StatsNZ says the value of exported goods fell 5.6% to $5 billion. That was led by a drop in demand from China that affected meat, logs and dairy. But in contrast, the value of imported goods fell 8.1% to 7. percent 
$1.3 billion, reflecting a drop in the volatile pricing of petrol products. And that was more than offset by increasing prices for vehicles, uh, machinery, turbojets and turbo propellers. We'll bring you the latest business news and numbers around half past five in Checkpoint. For now, Charlotte, that is business. Kia ora, thank you very much, Kim Moody.